0: Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. Did you know that on jamesmillerlifeology.com, you can enroll in the academy I created for listeners just like you? I've created courses you may take at your own pace, which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Enroll in one of the classes today. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you find daily inspiration. I'll also be interviewing Dr. Anna Gatman, who teaches you how to merge your spirituality with the material world. She also reviews her book, Living a Spiritual Life in a Material World, Four Keys to Fulfillment and Balance. For more information on Dr. Gatman and to purchase her book, please visit annagatmancom forward slash DBP. That stands for Dream Big Playbook. You may also purchase her books on Amazon or in the previous guest section in both stores at jamesmillerlifeology.com or at lifeology.tv. way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, Work With James. Fill out that form to get started today. Daily Inspiration. Have you ever said there's got to be more to life or I cannot imagine myself doing this again? Those words or those thoughts are really a form of mediocrity. Anytime we continually do something over and over again the same way and we don't grow and develop, Unfortunately, it is a form of mediocrity. Now you are not mediocre, but your behaviors or perhaps your mentality is a form of mediocrity should you not continually grow and develop. Do you remember when you were a kid, you were so excited about certain things? Perhaps it was your toys or a hobby or a certain type of interest that inspired you. You were so excited that you could not wait to do it. When you think of your life today, do you still have that same inspiration or that same passion about certain things? And of course, there's no judgment whatsoever because we often have blind spots and don't realize that perhaps we've fallen into a rut or we're so focused on certain things that we forgot to dream, that we forgot to be inspired. We've heard of so many famous artists or even musicians who are inspired by many things that can be inspired by beauty, inspired by nature, inspired by religion, inspired by many different types of things. And when we see their artwork or hear their music, we're blown away because we too feel inspired. You and I are no different than those people. We have that same ability to become inspired, to inspire the people around us. The skill set that we have may be different, but the ability to inspire is still the same. My challenge for you today is to look around you. If you're able to recreate those same hobbies that you had as a child or recreate that interest or that excitement about something, then that is a great start to become inspired. Yes, we all have daily responsibilities, but it doesn't mean that you can't be inspired to do something different, to do something that brings you joy and inspiration. However, you were inspired in the past, try and do that again. Now, if that does not work, then ask your friends what inspires you? How do you find that tenacity or that joy or that reverie to be able to do different things? What sustains you? As you continually seek for daily inspiration, you'll find it. Look around you from a beautiful sunrise or sunset to the laughter of a baby, to the beauty of nature overall. All of those elements are perfection, are beauty, are joy. Think of it this way. Inspiration is the antithesis of mediocrity. Mediocrity wants us to stay in the same mindset, to do the same things over and over and over again. But inspiration is change, it's development, it's growth. And when we become inspired, we want to do new things. We want to change. We want to grow. We want to break out of mediocrity and do something more expansive more deliberate so keep in mind if you're struggling with this lesson it's probably because you forgot what it feels like to be inspired but remember if you've forgotten something you can remember it again as you continually look for daily inspiration you'll start to find that you have excitement about life you'll have excitement about your work excitement about your family about your partner about many things inspiration is the foundation for all self-development look for it today and the harder you look for something the more easily you will find it A quick example of one of the courses you'll find in the academy entitled Spirit-Mind-Body, The Perfect Triad. This non-religious course helps you understand how your intuition, or rather your gut, your logic, and your body all work together to help you overcome any obstacle you may face. Enroll in the class today! My guest today is Dr. Anna Gottman. Anna comes from an eclectic background that spans the U.S., Israel, Sweden, and France. Her rich life experience includes careers as a fashion model, founder of an alternative elementary school, counselor, speaker, and author. She is a creator of the Expansive Community, a membership for changemakers who are committed to creating spiritual material abundance in all areas of their life and in the lives of the people they live, work, and play with. Welcome to my show, Dr. Gottman.
1: Hello, James. Thanks for having me on your show. I'm glad to be here.
0: Yeah. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to this. You and I were talking in the virtual green room, and this has been a long time coming, so I'm definitely looking forward to talking with you today. Yeah. (laughs) Now, from where are you calling?
1: I'm calling from Northern California. I'm in Sonoma County, an hour north of the Golden Gate Bridge.
0: Oh, very good. Okay. Very nice. I haven't been over there in quite a while, but I'm actually (laughs) planning a trip for that, so that will be pretty interesting. Now, where are you originally from? Because I hear a slight accent.
1: Yes. So I was born and raised in Israel to an Israeli-Polish father and a Swedish mother. I I was born, raised in Israel. I've lived in Paris for 10 years, in Sweden for a few years, in the U.S. So it's kind of a mixture of accents. Yes,
0: I love it. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Now, so Dr. Gottman, and what did you get your PhD?
1: In education and spirituality. Mm. So, yeah, the degree specifically is called transformative learning. And it's how to create conditions for deep transformational learning in individuals and in groups. And I That's specifically so did my dissertation on the spiritual aspect of um, adult learning.
0: That's really interesting. I've actually never heard of that degree. So while well, you are the first person in my <laughs> show who's done that, so this is wonderful. I can't wait to talk more about that. How yeah. did you realize that you could merge the spiritual part of one's life, but also the materialistic or the everyday life things that we encounter. How did you learn that that's a gift you have an affinity to merge those things together?
1: Yeah. So, so, so that brings us to my personal s- story, if I can mm-hmm. share it with you. So I lived in Paris for a decade and worked as a fashion model and, in an international fashion model and, you know, worked with the biggest designers, Yves Saint Laurent, Jean Paul Gaultier, who did Madonna's mm-hmm. outfits and, you know, um, um, so runway shows, print with Elle, Marie Claire, just had a very materially gratifying life.
0: Sure. Yes. Which like
1: anyone it. who fantasizes about Paris can imagine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Paris is, a, is an amazing place. Yes, it is. But,
1: <laughs> but I'm very mission driven. So mm-hmm. something was missing the entire time. I wasn't pleased. I wasn't happy. So I Fulfilled. ended up sure. moving. Exactly. So I ended up moving to the U.S., um, to go back to school, and at the same time, I met my current spouse for 30 years oh, and great. raised a family. And so here I was, I got a degree in uh, transformative learning in education and spirituality. So you would think, I mean, I was emotionally fulfilled, I was intellectually stimulated, I was um, raising a family, so I was i was spiritually fulfilled. You'd think I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, One more thing, but, sure. But I still wasn't. <laughs> and what happened was that I had picked up along my spiritual journey, a very common belief that in order to be truly spiritual, you need to live a humble life with no material desires. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm sure you're, you're familiar with. Yes. Many people are. And yes. so, so, but I had also lived in Paris for 10 years and I had learned the magnificence of the, the art of craft, to make bread, the dedication, the love, the ingenuity, the care that goes mm-hmm. into creating a fresh baguette or um, a cake or fashion or architecture or gardening or art. I mean, France is the land of art-
0: <laughs> yeah, artisans, of the- yes. <laughs>
1: artisans, right? And so I was having experiences, what I would call today spiritual experiences. I didn't call them that at that time elation, transcendence, inspiration, but those were all material expressions. So therefore I wasn't spiritual enough because I was still enjoying mm. other people's creations and I was enjoying material things and so I had this split in me between okay, my iPhone has no spiritual value <laughs> yes. and 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 compassion has no material value. It's just a spiritual experience and there I was stuck between the worlds.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's difficult. And I think many people, and we're definitely going to jump into that in a second, but I think many people really struggle with that because they don't know how to merge the two or they, they feel shame or they feel guilt that they shouldn't experience or want some of these materialistic things because it doesn't, it's not really wedded with their spiritual beliefs.
1: Exactly. Because it's so much, you know, the, the, the spiritual teachings are valuing the spiritual over the material. Mm-hmm. The material is here today, gone tomorrow, has no value. Yes. Now, when did you last time when you looked into a rose, did you say, ah, here today, gone tomorrow. I don't give it a damn about it. You actually <laughs> yes. look into the rose, and it it it, it creates bliss in your mm-hmm. heart. It 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 opens you, and so. But anything that's human created. That's bad. That's awful. Right. Mm, interesting so,
0: correlation. Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so so here I was stuck. And, you know, I, I think I can say today that I was given these extreme situations of a very gratifying material life in Paris and then a very rich spiritual life when I left Paris. And and to see, OK, how do you live within those extremes? And the, the answer, the aha moment came when I was visiting a friend in the English countryside, and we all know that the English countryside is magnificent. Yes, it is. And I was, I was lying in bed. I just woken up, I raised my head and I looked out a big window and looked up out onto rolling Hills. And I was just in awe of the beauty that lay before me. I felt gratitude. I felt Mm. awe. I felt expansiveness. Um, it's just I ha- it was just a, a very special moment and at that moment I had what you'd call a download or an insight in aha moment I looked out and I said nature is in unity and perfect balance between its spiritual expression and material mm, expression yes okay so so just to explain it, for your listeners. Yes, so the trunk, the trees, the colors, the, the light green, the dark green, these are the material expressions of nature.
0: Tangible expressions of it, yes.
1: Exactly. But it also connecting us to expansiveness, to mm-hmm. inner peace, to grandeur, to patience. And today there's research, you know, there's research coming out of Stanford, how powerful nature is yes. in creating well-being for us and yes. health for us. Right. There's even research that if you heal after an operation, with a window that has a tree outside, you'll heal faster than if you just have a wall.
0: Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. That's fascinating. So there really really
1: is a lot of research to prove it. So it's not just like the mystical perspective, it's (laughs) the scientific perspective, (laughs) right? And so, okay, so if nature is in this perfect unity and balance between spirit and matter, and we're an expression of nature, we're also on this planet nature, then we also have a spiritual essence and a material expression, and they're just in unity. Mm. And so that, from then on, I I got into everything that we're going to talk about, but this was my aha moment of, okay, we have a spiritual essence and we have a material, a capacity to express it materially, and that is a sacred unity. And let's start from that point yes. rather than valuing one over the other. Because
0: in doing that, that's obviously going to create a disconnect because as we know, we're as a form of a spirit, mind and body. So all of those components, if you're only focused on one aspect of that and not the other two, then you're not living a, a full life. And so that is yeah. one thing that I think sometimes the in spirituality or religion per se, it can put all these rules on people that very few people have ever have ever been able to attain all of them at the same time.
1: <laughs> exactly. If, if I can just quote Andrew Harvey, who is a mystic and scholar, mm-hmm. um, you know, he says we're so addicted to either materialism or transcending material reality that we don't see God right in Mm, run of us in everything and everyone. So that kind
0: of... That's beautiful. That really is. When you started your dissertation, there's quite a few statistics that I saw that were pretty pretty interesting when it comes down to, uh, let's say, the millennial generation, some of the things that they believe as far as that's different from perhaps their forefathers. And we're seeing a shift to spirituality as opposed to organized religion in a lot of ways. And so it sounds like that is what new generations are looking more for, is for the understanding of how spirituality makes sense for them as opposed to some of the organized components from perhaps our, our parents.
1: Yeah. You know, it's a term SBNR, which is spiritual, but not religious. Mm, okay. And, and, um, the, the millennials, you know, they're, they're all looking for meaning and purpose, mm-hmm. which is another way of speaking of an aspect of spirituality. Mm-hmm. They're looking for something more noble and more valuable and meaningful. Um, but they're not looking for the rigorous, discipline of how to live your life, supposedly to get there. Sure. And I think that that's the difference between spirituality and religion, where mm-hmm. spirituality is your subjective experience of the sacred and the divine. yes, And religion promises you that But in order to get there, they tell you, you need to live a very rigorous life in a certain way. Sure. Otherwise, you're not going to get there.
0: Sure. Lots of rules and lots of... And for some people, that works really well. And so there's a parameter aspect of it. But for this particular show, there's many people who don't do well with organized religion.
1: Can I just say just to the point that you just made, I think that everything is a doorway. There's this very famous um, quote that says, the map is not the territory. Mm Mm-hmm. And the map is not the territory means is that whatever your doorway is to the actual direct experience of the transcendent, that's wonderful. And if you find it in religion, that's good. And if you find Mm -hmm. it in your own spiritual practice, that's good. But just remember that the map that you use in order to get into the territory is not the territory.
0: Yes. It's a portal. Exactly. I like that. That's beautiful. Thank you for, for clarifying that as well. Why don't we jump into the four keys to your spiritual material balance now? This is really interesting.
1: Yes. So, um, I discovered these universal principles as I was, as I was beginning to study my own experiences, Mm -hmm. um, and then the experiences of others. And I discovered that the underlying pattern or the underlying quality of all spiritual experiences, whether we're aware of it really in the moment or not, it has an expansive quality. And so, in in my book, I go into details of how you um, experience it um, in your body. How are the sensations mm. of expansiveness, oh, and what are expansive emotions, and what are expansive thoughts? But you just—it has this underlying quality of expansiveness. And luminaries, sages,
0: mm-hmm. saints
1: reside in this expansive state. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a mindful, spiritual awakening essence of everything is embodiment of that transcendence. In other words, everything is an yes. embodiment of yes. the divine. And so when you can be aware of that and live in that, which connects your spirit, mind exactly. and body all together, you're able to fully transcend, if you will, to understand yes. much more than perhaps people who don't focus on that expansive yeah. presence.
1: Yeah. And so that was the first re- realization I had in mm-hmm. my research is that is it all spiritual experiences has this underlying quality of, of expansiveness? The second thing I, I realized that once you enter this more expansive state, mindful state, you become aware of information that was not available for you mm. a second ago when you were not in this more mindful, expansive state. Sure. And so that's and and and, and that knowing is more intuitive and holistic than yes. kind of rational deductive thinking. Mm-hmm. So yes. from that, I built these four, or I developed. Uh, or coin these four universal principles, what I call the four keys to spiritual material balance. And the first one is expansive presence. And that is connecting with a more enlightened version of yourself, a more Mm -hmm. expansive version of yourself. And again, in the book, there's a chapter on it. And I explain how through very simple means, through your breath and through um, words and through images and through your calling, you can access it within minutes.
0: Yes, yes you can.
1: Then the second key once you are in this expansive presence, is attentive listening. And that's more of a, it's not an active process, but more a laid back Mm -hmm. process of attentive listening to intuitive guidance, which can appear either as um, inner knowing, gut feeling, Mm -hmm. inner prompting is how we talk about it, or it can happen as an external event, an external synchronistic event, or what we might experience as a miracle or a book that, you know, a book that just showed up in our uh, life just when we needed it. So the second key is attentive listening, where you access inner wisdom. Okay. And then once you've accessed this inner wisdom, what you're going to do with it? Well, the third key is inspired action. So that's to move forward on the guidance, the external guidance or the internal guidance. Mm -hmm. And, um, but to do it with inspiration, Right. So it's not just a to do list, but it's 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 coming from that expansive state of inspiration. You're acting upon what you listened attentively and the wisdom that you received. So that's really the key for manifesting your dreams, your goals. Your purpose.
0: Well, the word inspire means breath of the divine. And so, okay. in that, it's interesting that you correl- obviously correlate that. I mean, it makes sense. The inspired action, the breath of the divine action, which helps the that. manifestation, which helps that connection to something greater than yourself, whatever that may be for you.
1: Yeah, I, I love the way that you put that it is the breath of the divine. That's <laughs> really what I wish for people. Yes. As they beautiful. live life to have yeah. the breath of the divine go through 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 everything all the mundane or seemingly mundane things that you do throughout
0: yes and to live to to live a life like that to invite the divine into every day of your life and every action it, yeah. it, it's, it's a, it's a different experience. It's a different awakening. It's, it's, there's an excitement, there's a fervor, you know, you're going to the grocery store. I, I'm, I'm just kind of making this up yeah. because I've done this, um, yeah. you know, it just, and having that connection with the divine as in conversation or prayer or just mindful awareness. And it's like, you, you see things in a different way, not in a, not in a, Oh, I have found a sale for something, but it's just more a You are just present, knowing that the divine is with you, and there's such a comfort and a peace that goes along with that. So extraneous things just don't really even matter because you're you're mindfully aware of that presence being a part of your life in that moment.
1: Completely, and one of the I I give an example of 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 inspired action is our capacity to raise the vibration or Mm -hmm. to to allow another person to get into a more expansive presence with themselves, Mm -hmm. and in the store we've all had the cashier who's looking down (laughs) and kind of dreary and you say something kind to them and you see them light up Mm -hmm. and as they light up, you have provided for them. I mean, that's how powerful we are. You have provided them an opportunity to see themselves in a more enlightened and expansive way. So, so really like you said, in the supermarket, driving down the highway in team meetings throughout our work, parenting, whatever we do, our relationship choices, actions, if we bring this expansive perspective, it it transforms everything.
0: Yes. That's beautiful. It's funny that you say that. I mean, I know you you were just piggybacking off of the the supermarket example that I gave, but I actually talk about that in previous shows about the person at the checkout line. Do you thank them? Do you look them in the eye? Do you thank them for the hard work that they're doing? Just simple things like that is that inspired action of inspiring others, giving other people that breath of the divine by simply acknowledging them. You have a purpose. Thank you for your Actions, thank you for whatever it is that they're doing, and yeah. in that, that allows them to inhale that breath of the divine, if you will, which hopefully will then help them as they move on throughout their day as well.
1: You've summarized it beautifully, you got <laughs> it, I love it. And fourth key, and so, yes. yeah,
0: the fourth one, yeah, let's transition to that.
1: So, the fourth key is faith filled knowing, uh-huh. and that is really important because at the starting point, but also as you practice the four keys. You need to be open to this miracle that the universe is in dialogue with you. Yes. And that you can, you know, there's the law of attraction. There's many ways that it's spoken about, right? Mm -hmm. But you, you need to build your faith. And when you start to practice an expansive presence and then listen attentively, receive intuitive guidance, and then act upon it with inspiration, you begin to build your faith that you're not alone that you're part of a larger interdependent web of yes. life. That's not just a statement. It really is a, a, an embodied experience. And your faith grows, that you and the universe have this power to co-create from the spiritual yes. to the material, from the imagination to the manifestation, from the emotional to the physical. Yes, And that's when you kind of can embrace miracles and synchronistic events because you become aware of them. They're happening all the time, but now you're aware of them and how they help you and guide you along your day and along
0: your journey well I think also to piggyback off that it's now you can see them because sometimes we don't realize that that is a miracle that just happened because our logical mind is so powerful that we override anything that's around us you know you can be yeah. in a park or a person can be in a park walking around on their phone and they miss the beauty and the glory yeah. and the splendor of the beauty that's around them not yeah. realizing just the miracles that happen everywhere in that moment yeah. because we're so focused on the things that don't have value and I'm not talking about right. materialistic stuff I'm talking about the ability to connect the beauty like you've like your whole platform is but just yeah. to be, have that awareness to look around to be a part yeah. of something helps people really appreciate everything that's happening in their yeah. life which is a form of a miracle as well
1: yeah yeah and, and if I could just add something that there's this also kind of misconception in sp- spirituality. You know, if you dream something, it will just happen, right? It'll just, you know, the law of attraction, I wish. You, just, you, you just want something. And you know, it took billions of years mm. to produce you and me, like for a celestial event and occasion, a celestial occasion of billions of years. Yes. And so it, I'm not saying that it's going to take billions of years because we have this one lifetime right now. But things that we can imagine in, in, in our thoughts, they need, then we need to put the hard work in. Which is the or action. The, yes. It's the action, action or, or the enjoyable work, but the dedication and the patience and the perseverance to, to allow the material conditions for it to manifest.
0: Yes. Success is like a bank account. Success is the, you're the manifestation of your dream, of your goal. If you don't build that success or you don't, deposit success into that manifestation account, if you will, you're never going to be able to withdraw anything from it. So the action part of the awareness of what it is you believe to be true as you move towards that in your thoughts and your actions, that is when the manifestation happens. But most people want it now without having right. to work for it you know you can't be in the best shape of your life if you're simply watching tv all the time you have to right. put in that hard work right. to be able to to have those those first fruits or to have And
1: that. that's because you need the conditions the way the world w- works what you can imagine you, you can manifest but the conditions have to be ready on the material plane yes. and yes. sometimes things do manifest instantly and it's not because it is a miracle for us but it's really because unknowingly to us the conditions were ready for it to manifest, Yes, but when they're not ready, doesn't mean that we're forsaken, that we're not loved, that the law of attraction doesn't work, that God doesn't care for us or the universe. It doesn't mean that. It means that we need to put the dedication and love and inspired action to create the conditions yes. for our thoughts and our desires to manifest on the material
0: plane. Beautifully said. Well, Dr. Anna Gatman, it was such a pleasure having you on my show today. If my listeners like to find out more information about you, to purchase your book, to just follow you and be a part of this membership for Changemakers, where do they find this information online?
1: So um, my website is anagatman.com, A-double-N-A-G-A-T-M-O-N. My book is Living a Spiritual Life in a Material World, Four Keys to Fulfillment and Balance, on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or you can ask, um, you can order it from your local bookstore. And I really want to offer your listeners um, a link to a free gift, which is my dream, b- dream Big Playbook with ten prompts to ground your dreams and then create inspired action to manifest them. So the link to the free gift is annagatman.com/dbp, which stands for Dream big playbook. You can download it from f- for free. And from then on, we'll be communicating through my email and I'd love to connect with you.
0: Excellent. What I will do is I will also put your book one more time, Living a Spiritual Life in a Material World in the stores at both jamesmillerlifeology.com and lifeology.tv. Go to the stores there in the previous guest section and they can purchase the book there. I'll link them directly to Amazon. Dr. Gottman, thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today. I really appreciate your time.
1: It's been a pleasure to be on your show and to to talk with you.